sir. That's the last one. I got it out now. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> that one came from your toes. Dude, I had a I had a ginger ale earlier, and that always gives, uh, me, the, it always gives me the bubbles. I'm drinking red green soda right now. Gives me the bubble guts. I love ginger ale, but yeah, it makes for the most epic of burps. I drink uh, ginger beer. It's called Cock and Bowl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's so good. Mix it with a little vodka, and you got yourself a nice yeah. Moscow mule. Mix mix it with a little bit of Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? That's a legitimate question because we missed an episode, so there's like seven things to talk about. But. Yeah. Oh. Uh, We're talking about Lord of the Rings, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks. Sauron loses the end. You you didn't like Lord of the Rings? Eh. I. (laughs) <laughs> I liked it, yeah. but Sick. Eh. Eh. I saw the other day they're like coming out the with trilogy? A, I saw the other day they're coming out with like an extended cut of it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, wasn't it already extended? <laughs> like, well, yeah, it was called the director's cut. It's like a, it turns them all into each four hour movies. <laughs> yeah, not, not necessarily. I have that. I don't need to see another extended cut. What are you going to do? Like, make me watch it for half a day? It's just like an hour in the middle of them walking and not saying anything. <laughs> no, it's um, the first hour is this them in the Shire like doing chores. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. The movies were good. I liked them. It was uh, for the time. It was good, but as as far as all the hype they've gotten, no, not not really my cup of tea. Hey. <laughs> yes, exactly. I tried to read the books. I loved The Hobbit. The book The Hobbit was fantastic, but yeah, that's really good. If I had to read one more bad Hobbit poem in that first book, I was going to burn it. <laughs> the books are not easy. No, they're not. They're but I did like I did like Tom Bombadil in the book. That, that's a cool character. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think that's what we're talking about today. No, Tom. you're the Bombadil. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, well, we're, uh, we saw Free Guy. Everybody saw Free Guy, right? Yes. Um, bad Bad Guy. Yes. And Shang Chi. Yes. Came out in theaters only, which was uh, we could talk about that. No, I believe it's called Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a um, Simon Pegg movie. <laughs> <laughs> You got red on you. I got red in my ledger. <sighs> I hate that line. I, I do too. That's funny. I was, just here, I was just sitting here thinking that every time she said that, it's just like cringe city. It is. <laughs> I don't know why? Ever since I saw Avengers in the theater, I'm like, why is she saying that? Like, uh, it, that's say that. definitely one of those um, Joss Whedon things. Yeah. Joss Whedon. Thanks, Joss. Joss. <laughs> You muffled fart. So. <laughs> Good, I have a recording of it. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Damn, I haven't pulled you off. Hmm. So, actually, that's a good segue into Free Guy. Is Korg, it? Korg was in Oh, yeah, guy. it is. 
Okay, we'll start with Free Guy. Did you see before the movie that yeah. they had... Um, what were they? It was sort of like the trailer, and it had Deadpool and Korg like making fun of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. That was pretty ingenious. I love that. that. Was. So I will say, watching Free Guy is the most fun in the theater I've had oh. since probably Ready Player One. I loved it. Yeah. And I'm I'm equating Free Guy to Ready Player One simply because, like I, I told Dana after he watched it, I, he, we, I told him in a chat on Signal, I was like, that is going to be one of those movies, much like Ready Player One, that I will absolutely own and watch mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's yeah. going to be one of my go-to movies for when I don't really know what to watch, but want to be entertained. There's just so much in there, like... You know, obviously, there's your main plot. You've got your your character stuff, but the things that are happening in the background and the the, I guess, for lack of a better word, the memes that they put in there that gamers will immediately recognize. Oh yeah, it's just fantastic. Like there's a scene where they're, I think he's at the ATM, <clears throat> and there's a guy across the street in the background who's just running and jumping against a wall. <laughs> and like glitching out and then like he logs out and logs back in starts jumping against the wall again i'm like you cannot play a game and not see that especially multiplayer games oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> any online rubber banding that type of thing yeah no there's there's so much i i only saw it once so i would um, i can't wait to go back and just look in the background for stuff yeah i'm sure there's a thousand easter eggs in that freaking movie oh, i know Oh, I yeah. thought it was going to be good. I didn't think that I was going to absolutely love it. it was, That's kind of where I was with it. Great. I figured it would be a, a decent way to spend an afternoon and have right. a couple of laughs. I didn't expect it to be as amazing as it was. And the cool thing about it, I love the subject matter as well. Is like Not only is it a phenomenally good movie, like just entertaining as hell, but the whole notion of NPCs being AI and yeah. what that could lead to, it's a pretty cool thought. Well, and they did a good job with linking the story to the real humans of the story and making right. those characters interesting, that story interesting, so that you weren't just, you know, hoping every second that they were away from the digital realm, quote unquote, that you're like, just get back to the digital, just get back. No, you were actually interested in what was going on in the quote unquote real world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a really good balanced movie. Yes. Excellent and- pacing. I will admit, I didn't even realize that the girl was playing both roles until shortly before she dropped the accent. Um, I think they did like a close-up or something, and I went, holy crap, that is the same person. I'm trying to pull her name up. I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of her before, I don't think. Jodie Comer? Oh, she was in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, that's why I don't remember. She was probably background. She was Ray's mother. What? Do you even see Ray's mother? Oh, from like that 10 second clip where it's like, hey, remember your parents? Wow. They sold you for booze. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she she played a fine, upstanding galactic citizen. They sold her for green Russians. (laughs) Molotov girl is a good uh, handle, though. That is a pretty good handle. Other than... If you play a female NPC and your handle is 
Molotov girl, you're clearly just Jared behind the keyboard. <laughs> I would never name a character that, though. <laughs> plague, plague girl? There's too many variations of Trinity for Jared to go through first. I haven't used a Trinity skin forever. Or I'm um, no mystique. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Trinity spoiler. We could talk about Matrix coming back. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's some hot news. Well, you played Firestarter, and I'm hot like, wait news. a minute. Is he, he like channeling the the Matrix because yeah. that was part of one of the soundtracks. I didn't play well, it. Joe did. But no, the new Matrix is playing oldies. Yes. Yeah, I will was... say. I will say. Good on uh, another one like Shang Chi. Good on Free Guy for being theater only released because I came home and immediately looked to see if it had been digitally released because I knew I could download it immediately almost and watch it again because I wanted to watch it again. Immediately almost. Are you are you talking about Free Guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Free Guy was... That's why I said good on Free Guy for being did, uh, not digitally released also. Yeah, yeah, they had specific commercials like, screw you, go see it in the theater. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I came home and immediately looked and all there were were cams and I'm like, I never download cams, so... I'll wait. Ugh. Yeah, that's. I can't believe that was something that I can't. I'm, I, I can't even believe that they still like upload those. They do. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! Ah, <laughs> uh, we are twelve. Yeah, that's oh, why we liked Free Guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're all in our forties now too, aren't we? Didn't you just turn forty, Adam? Yeah. Yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that line when he was eating the ice cream cones? Like my mouth had a baby with a sunrise or something like that. <laughs> oh, the bubblegum ice cream. That did sound good. I want to find some bubblegum ice cream. Uh, Baskin Robbins used to have it. I are there? there are. I don't know if they still do. I don't, it actually had I don't think Baskin Robbins exists in this part of Georgia. Uh, let me see. Oh, I've never seen one. That is a tragedy. Baskin Robbins. For some reason, I blip out again. Stop saying <laughs> blip. What? Shut your pie hole, blip. <laughs> blip, 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 blip. <laughs> Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy who played the. Uh, I don't even remember the bad avatar of Ryan Reynolds, a blue guy. shirt guy. Oh, yeah, they call yeah. him Dude. They call dude. him Dude. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. He had the little tattoo on his pecs. Yeah. He, he was shirt. apparently in WWE in like 2010 at some point. Really? Was he? Yeah, but he's our age. And What's he still looks like that? Yeah. Good God, man. He's on the gas, brother. Drugs <laughs> do fun stuff, man. Yeah, well, even with all the drugs, man, that's still some next level shit to maintain that. No doubt. <laughs> that's why people are like, oh, he's on steroids. You could give me all the steroids in the world, and I don't have the discipline to ever look like that. Well, he's yeah. clearly got <laughs> genetics on his side, too, because that dude was like symmetrical AF. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was, And I love how they... The thing that I got such a kick out of with that is they didn't even try to put his face on it well. Like no, they put no, his it face was supposed to look cheesy. Yeah, yeah, they put his face on it badly, which made it even better. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't like uh, Chris Evans on Skinny Dude as young Steve Roger quality. No, Steve I, Rogers. I, I I liked it though because it worked that way. 
Yeah, because it was like the slight differential. Like the dude would start turning and then the head would turn like a split second later. <laughs> and you would see the glitch. Yeah, like trying yeah. to remove Superman's mustache. Just horrible. It oh. just lent to the whole like theme of him not being complete yet. Yep. That whole scene was tremendous. Catchphrase. Insert adjective. And then, he, <laughs> and then when he pulled out Cap's shield, it showed... It showed Chris Evans at a copy shot, and he's like, yeah. "What the hell?" <laughs> that I something like that. I mean, we should have known with Ryan Reynolds being—I don't know who Ryan Reynolds knows, or if he's just like—he knows everyone because Deadpool oh. did so well that they're like, "Screw it, dude! You obviously can do whatever you need to do." But like, exactly. So at the beginning, when she's talking to the informant in the alley, mm-hmm. you know whose yeah. voice that was? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. And oh, shit. it was yeah. not just Hugh Jackman's voice. It was actually him there that day. Because <laughs> somebody asked Ryan happened. Reynolds about it or asked Hugh Jackman about it. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. But yeah, it was actually him. And then later in the um, um, the bank, do you know who the, the guy he was like was trying to take over the bank? The real big guy. Oh no! It was it was The Rock. It was Dwayne Johnson. What? And it was actually him. Because I was like, was the actor too? Yeah, because I was like, nobody is that like shape. That is The Rock, and it sounds like him. And then I I went to Google this, and it was him. I was like, how? How did he get all these guys to come on set (laughs) and not show their face? That's hilarious. So yes, you're right. Ryan Reynolds must have dirt on everybody or just be really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is I just love, I, I love that Ryan Reynolds is finally like accepted that Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Right. Because even back when he was doing like Van Wilder, he was still like fancying himself like a serious actor. And he did like a couple of rom-coms and stuff like that. But now he's just like, screw it. I, I'm Ryan Reynolds and I'm playing Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds as some other character yeah. in every movie I'm in from now on. And I applaud it because it's amazing. Yeah, it works. He's very likable. So, Okay, so Dwayne Johnson co-starred with Ryan Reynolds and Hobbs and Shaw as well as in the upcoming Netflix, blah, blah, blah. He well, voices I mean, bank robber number two in one well, of Free Guys' I mean, come Guy's on, he got Brad Pitt to do a, huh. a two-second cameo whole list of people. Deadpool. And the so, rest of the time it was just an invisible harness thing. So yeah. come on, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Right. Ryan Reynolds has some that. juice. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely does. So the guy who played Dude is Aaron Reed. Yeah, Aaron. And Reed. I kind of remember him from the early 2000s WWE. What was his gimmick? He wasn't there very long. No, he wasn't. And he's been in a lot of things lately. They listed his name on Wiki as Lift Sawyer or Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, like that name old... doesn't even ring a bell. So It's like from the old Mystery Science Theater. Hunk yeah. Stackwell. Yeah. Thick much. Beef chest hair. <laughs> wow. Thick McRunfast. Beef chest hair? <laughs> I think I need to change my gamer tag. <laughs> but all your characters so I... have to have no chest hair. That's the yes. Yeah. So I did watch. Uh, there's there's a YouTube channel where visualist uh, effects artists 
try to figure out how things are do- how things were done in oh, movies. I've seen that, and they, yeah. for a while they thought when they first started watching uh dude they thought it might have been a deep fake but then they started watching like the throat muscle yeah and the it didn't match up with the with what Ryan Reynolds the Ryan Reynolds face was saying right so cuz like it honestly if they had done it as a deep fake it probably would have looked even better than it did <laughs> yeah it probably would, but to serve the story better, I think it was better. Oh, it, it, no, as like I said, it totally fits because the character wasn't. Done oh no, I, and I agree. The character, yeah. the way that it, the way that they like half-ass meshed it onto the the body was perfect. And the commercial, the the commercial or whatever the trailer he did as dude, as dude, <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds talking about like how he got that buff oh, yeah. for that. <laughs> For the for the for the scenes with that, I was like, "That's hilarious." So yeah. Channing Tatum played the Avatar for Keith, yeah. know, the gamer who lived yep. in his mom's house. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got um, that one pretty quick. Tina Fey voiced vacuuming mom, the parent. Oh, his Keith's mother. Yeah, yes, her voice, Tina Fey. Yep. Okay, we got Hugh Jackman. Then we got Dwayne Johnson, John Krasinski from The Office. Hmm. Uh, was the voice of silhouetted gamer. Um, there was a bunch of YouTubers. I recognized a couple of them, but the one that I really recognized was Jack Septiguy. He's like, uh, oh, my niece is like, he's the Irish obsessed. guy. My niece is obsessed with him. Yeah. Oh, see, I was, it was really cool to see him in there. I was like, this is awesome. This is the totally fan service to gamers. Alex Trebek played himself in a real-world sequence, and Laura Spencer, the co-anchor of ABC's Good Morning America, plays herself. Okay, well, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, the Trebek thing was the—that's the last thing you'll ever see of him. Yeah. yeah, I was. I remember being in the theater, and his scene came up, and you just hear people going, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, he's obviously shot this before he passed, but uh... yeah." <laughs> yeah. What's well, like every time it's like with what if with what if going on right now? Every time Black Panther's around and you get to hear Chadwick Boseman, uh, yeah, him again. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> like I didn't even realize it was he was going to be in two episodes, and then I heard him on the last one. So it's like, yay. But we have to about we have to talk about how Taika did a good job being a complete douche nugget. Yeah. <laughs> He even yeah. dressed like, yo, I'm too old for trying to be as cool as I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, so Joe asked me to get a movie that that had Tycho in it. Mm-hmm. And I watched that movie. I think I watched it after Free Guy, but he does, he does playing a douchey character really well. Because mm-hmm. he does the same thing in uh, <laughs> the Rabbit movie. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. I didn't know you yeah. that. Joe asked me to get it, and I got it. The I got it, but yeah, he plays he plays plays a pretty douchey character in that too. So, since he's Hitler, there he is. <laughs> he's amazing, and uh, I think it was him in What We Do in Shadows, wasn't it? Yeah, What We Do in Shadows. I don't know. It's the I've never watched that movie. movie. Yeah, it's uh, a vampire movie, not yeah. the show, but oh, the movie. I haven't seen it. For not really knowing who he was until Ragnarok. Um, I don't I'm think anybody I knew like, who he was. I like a Ragnarok. lot of I like a lot of what he's written and a lot of what he's acted in. So he, he's friends. He and uh, Jermaine Clement is that his name? Uh, Fly of the Con- Concords. Yeah, 
they're really Uh-oh. good friends. They do the the vampire one together. Yep. Well, they're, they're Australians. Sick. They all know each other. No, they're New Zealanders. Yeah, they're Kiwis, actually. <laughs> Same Call them Australians. They'll kill you <laughs> with a kiwi. With a kiwi. No, it's, a, it's Watiti. 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 Free guy was fun. We all it were. It were. Very fun. Much better than I expected. Way um, better. Way, way better. I'm still wanting to see it again, but I'm not going to go see it in the theaters again. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm waiting for it to come out on either digital or disc. I would totally see it in the theater again uh, for at, at a matinee. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, either way, I'm fine. It's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laser disc. Jared's going to buy Free Guy on LaserDisc. <laughs> Good <laser> luck. <laughs> I don't even have a LaserDisc player. I do. I know you do, because you're weird. I have lots of LaserDiscs. Do you really? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I have the original Star Wars trilogy on LaserDisc. You're the, like, you're the second... Lucas... Yep, huh? you're, the, you're the second person I've known that's had that, then. My uh, roommate that I had... Way back in like 2007, he had the original trilogy on LaserDisc before it was before before was before the first it. before the first redo. Yeah, before Han did not no longer shot first. Oh, uh, can I tell you something about the original Star Wars trilogy that I learned this? I don't know. It was probably okay. a couple weeks ago. Yes, please. I want to see if you guys know this because I, I I I think of myself as a pretty big Star Wars buff. And I had no idea about this. The, the a reason that George Lucas decided to fiddle with the original trilogy and change everything, do you know why there was one specific reason why he did it? Do you know what it is? Because he wanted money? No. No, nope, and nothing. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's more along the lines of who doesn't get money? So his ex-wife was an editor on the original trilogy. So anytime those things had anything done with it, she would get a cut. <laughs> and he was being such a vindictive bastard that he decided to redo the originals so that she would never get another penny from them. That's, am- <laughs> that's actually kind of amazing. I was like, when I learned that, I read it three times. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? That's the re- and that's from his mouth. That's not like somebody yeah. looked into this and read into. No, he actually said that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I decided to add the original trilogy because uh, my ex-wife was getting bank from it. Amazing. It's like, dear God. <laughs> yep, yep. But why would he make Han shoot second? I don't ah, understand that. Every little individual decision. I- that he made. I don't know. He's yeah. great. I mean, I get all of the added CGI. It kind of helped flesh out the scenes, and it was stuff that they couldn't afford to do originally, and there were a couple of glitches that really badly needed fixing, like the three TIE fighters that are zooming down toward the uh, the docking bay, and then just before the scene switches, they disappear. Yeah. <laughs> they fixed that, but uh, why why make, why make change the Han Greedo scene? I don't get it. Greedo. Do you guys want to throw Bad Batch in right here, real quick? Yes, amazing. Well, we're the, that's okay. all I got to say. We're on that topic.
Yeah, Bad Batch was cool. It, it's basically Clone Wars season eight. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Without without really being, but it is, and it's I don't know. Well, it's like it's almost like the continuation of the that last like ten episode season of Clone Wars because it leads right up to mm-hmm. Article or Order sixty six. Well, and it's yeah, it starts with Order sixty six, and then really starts filling in a time period of Star Wars that doesn't have any stories told the um, yeah. the newest game uh jedi order takes place uh around this time period probably a little after but such a fun game yeah there's really not that that many stories taking place in the first like 10 15 years or so of the empire so this is you get to see like all the clones start getting shoved out of the empire and all the idiot stormtroopers coming in who have no idea what they're doing i do i did like and i don't know because i watched i watched it in spurts i didn't watch it all at one time um that i did not notice a ton of characters i'd seen previously there's been um but not many yeah yeah like the the start to the the pilot from rebels which was kind of cool to meet her as a younger person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that was actually a really cool episode when I realized who she was. I was like, it took a minute because she was much younger in Bad Batch. But I was like, oh, that's really cool. And that links it to Rebels. And I'm like, but they didn't do a ton of it like Rebel. Like, well, I'm, but Rebels ran for a good amount of seasons, too. <laughs> yeah, we don't know so, how many seasons this is going to be. It, at least two because they. Also, why was the, that uh, bounty hunter dude so much stronger in Bad Batch than he was in Rebels? Cat Bane? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, He's like, a, like he was almost an unbeatable badass in Bad Batch. And like in the other one, he kind of just kept getting like not manhandled, but at least like counteracted really easily. Well, I think you just in Rebels. I think you just gave yourself the answer. I think he was done being <laughs> defeated. True. Like I, I am, I am prepared now. No, yeah. Cad, Cad Bane is an amazing character. Yeah, he's cool. I would, I would legitimately saddle up for a weekly show just on like the Cad Bane story. Honestly, that was such, be pretty cool. such a fantastic mm-hmm. character. Uh, we also the... saw um, Benek Sean Ming Na yep. Wen's character from Mandalorian. Yeah, so, I thought that's who that was. Yep, we get to see her super young version yep yep there was a a couple of uh there was a couple of twists in that show that i wasn't expecting um again i don't i don't have like the star wars knowledge that you guys have but like finding out that the little girl was actually like a pure clone and and like the original like basically like a one-for-one clone and older and older than the actual clones yeah exactly that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was a lot of really cool reveals in that show. The so the one story that they told uh, that really isn't any in, in any of the other lore, like Adam said, this is kind of like an undocumented part of the history, is the fall of Camino. Mm, yeah, that was and really that cool. was kind of a that was kind of a really tense couple of episodes. Yeah, I mean, which was kind of interesting for more of an animated drama than anything else that it was kind of that tense like live action style drama even though it was animated yeah for those two episodes but that was kind of a cool uh 
cool thing that they it fit the 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 clone characters but it also explained the fall of Camino in the background which is kind of cool that was very cool well and they did it all as the bad batch was sort of reunited you know mm-hmm. and they kept teasing that crosshair would join them and then he kept saying no and then he would think about it and it was like Wow, they pushed that like three different episodes, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, then the big reveal with Crosshair that was amazing is that his chip had already been disabled. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing that because he was still responding to the chip that made him execute Order 66. Like, that was his choice. Yeah. That was like a... It's amazing that like an animated show can have that much heart and that much depth and that much drama. You know what I mean? Well, it's when Dave Filoni is behind it, he's sort it's of true. practice. It's very, very me, true. He proved it with Rebels that you can do this with animated stuff, and it's really good. Um, you did not men- mention uh, Hera and Chopper. You got to see them. Oh, uh, yeah, we did get to see <laughs> Chopper. Well, I did kind of mention that because it wasn't she the she's the pilot, right? Yeah, Hera. Yeah, I mentioned that we got to see the young pilot from Rebels. And but I, I forgot them. about I forgot about the the droid. Yes, that was awesome. Yes, and Rex. Yep, Rex. Yep. That. Yeah, Rex coming back. I want to know what he was up to in that one episode where he's like, "I can't come right now." I'm like, oh, what is Rex up to? So I have a question. The very first episode, the the kid who gets away, who was that? Is that someone we should know? Because yes. I you didn't make me. the link to it. You tell me who that is. Is it what's his face from Rebels? Yes. I did not realize. I I, t- I, I thought that it might have been, but it didn't dawn on me really. It didn't like really link because it was such a quick it, scene. It was quick, and I'm glad they didn't like dwell on it and like, hey, come join us the whole show. Like, there was it was it Ezra? No, it's not Ezra. It's oh. the guy who trains Ezra, the blind guy. Oh, the guy okay. ends up going blind. Gotcha, gotcha. I can't think of his name. I can't either now. Darn it. Darn it. But so that that to me makes me kind of weary about the way his character starts in the beginning of Rebels because he hates all clones. Well, but yet the clones are what who saved him. Exactly. We don't know the story because at some point he changes his name. Yeah. Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. That's what it is. That. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, like he changes his name. He's obviously saved by clones. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just because Everywhere he go- goes at that point, clones are still trying to kill him. You know? Yeah, that's the Bad true. Batch are the only ones who figured out to take it out of their head because of Rex. Yeah. Okay. But that's cool. I thought that's who that that's. I thought that's who they were trying to portray. But I couldn't. I I couldn't think of his name, and it just kind of because it was so quick at the beginning of that first episode. I wasn't sure. He, the only reason I knew is he had mentioned he'd mentioned his name some point in the show. And he had also talked to Ezra about his master yeah. and dropped her name at one point. And I was like, oh, no, that's that's her. And then I was listening. And Freddie Prince Jr. did do the voice. I think they just, like, de-aged it or something to try to make it sound hmm. like cool. But, yeah. it's I love little Easter eggs like that, tying thin stuff. So. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for whenever we get a second season. Who knows when? Yeah. Me too. I kind of want to see it. Definitely, it's um, it's one of those things that I'm looking forward to seeing. That what where it goes next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
All right, I guess that's our cue. Kind of, I kind of hope I'm kind of hoping they link uh, Ahsoka in at some point because I know she's familiar with the Bad Batch in Rebels. Hmm. So that would be interesting. I I would like to see more animated Ahsoka versus real life Ahsoka. Well, you're gonna thank, probably okay, thank get you. both. So yeah, yes. I know you're gonna get young Ahsoka and old Ahsoka. Uh, I'm yes. I don't even know if they've got a date. For the show, the for the show. show, I don't think there's even a date for her own standalone show. Yeah, it's confirmed, and there's a lot of crazy things going to happen in it. But good, so we can see some more badass Ahsoka and some more old Ahsoka. I do know specifically. I saw <laughs> um, what's his face, Boba Fett, Termas Termasura. What is his real name? Oh, no clue. Tamura Morrison. There we go. He, uh, I, I saw on Instagram, probably three weeks ago, he had posted that they were just wrapped up finishing Boba. Yeah, the book of Boba. Yeah, and I was like, sweet. Uh, That's gonna be I'm looking forward to badass. so much. I'm hoping that that is as badass as it should be. It better be more. It's apparently the guy who did that episode in Mandalorian. He. He made Boba go all out in that episode because he didn't know if Boba would ever get a return to the screen yeah. again because he didn't know what they were planning. So he made it as badass as possible. Well, they apparently asked that dude to come back and do a lot of these episodes. So sweet. Yeah, <laughs> we should get. Yeah, I would. I'm I'm glad that 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 was kind of like that was kind of like what set the tone for characters that I'd seen before coming back was Boba. Yeah. So. So cool. Old man Boba going all out. Old man Boba going all out. Hey. Boop, boop. <laughs> nice. Mm. Very nice. Now, should we talk about the Mandarin? <laughs> the Mandarin 2? Yes, the electric, electric boogaloo. The Mandarin. <laughs> man, Darren. That was a pretty good movie, man, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> so, Disney kind of fucked up and uh, tilted their hand and had a severe spoiler. Really? Yes. For the for Shang-Chi? Yes. Really? What? They released the 14-minute one-shot called All Hail the King before Shang-Chi hit theaters. Oh, yeah. And, and completely gave away oh, that the Mandarin was going to be in Shang-Chi. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I kind of wish I hadn't. I was like, I'm... oh, cool. I haven't seen him since... Whatever that movie was, I can't Iron remember Man it off the top of my yeah. Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm I like, watched Holy it crap. right I'm after. I was like, why did they? I was like, why are they doing this? That's super cool. They bringing him back, and then in the in the it's a 14 minute long thing, and it's definitely worth watching. It's actually really well yeah. done. It's it's, it's pretty super funny. cool for only 14 minutes long. Yeah, those. Yeah, at, at at the end, it's the a guy with ten rings tattooed on his arm is. Is capturing and I'm like, well, fuck. Uh, why yeah. would they do that? I don't know. Okay, so as, not knowing that, and not even really having the thought, hey, it'd be pretty cool if they uh, tied up that whole Trevor thing because they threw him in jail. Yeah. At the end of the third, and that's right. he's he's that's in jail. He is in this in this short. Yeah. So in this short, basically to explain it, he's in jail. He's got some people that like him. He's got some people that hates him. He's got a protector. <laughs> he's still crazy as a shithouse rat and just like his all over the place and playing the role. His and protector, he, by the way, is Terry Tate office linebacker. Is it yes. really? I'm yes. not kidding. Yes. Hey, Dream's coming for you, Janice. Oh my God. Those 
those commercials were the best. Well, anyway, he's he's getting interviewed by like <laughs> 60 minutes, and it turns out the guy that's operating the camera and interviewing him is like one of the soldiers of the Ten Rings or associated. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know that until the very end, and he's like holding a gun at him, and his sleeve came up, and you see the tattoo of the Ten Rings, and he's like, somebody else wants mm. you alive. Wow. And yeah. I watched that like two days before I went to the theater, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I Now, see, I did I too, but when I... When I went to the theater and then he sh- he shows up in the movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, because I wasn't even thinking about seeing him. I just thought, oh, well, they're yeah, not going to put Ben Kingsley in another movie. <laughs> oh, Ben Kingsley is amazing. Put him in as many movies as you want. He's definitely amazing. I just didn't think he would agree to do another movie. So I had seen that his that was on Disney Plus, and I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I actually thought it was just old because they had used to make all these one shots. Yeah. MCU movies back when that, you know, back in the day. And uh, so I didn't watch it. And then when he showed up on screen, I was like, ah, sweet. That's a really cool tie in to bring him back. And yeah. And then having be a pretty big part of the rest of the movie was really fun. I finally got around to watching all of the making of the Marvel era. WandaVision, the the making of episodes. And so I finished those and I was like, eh, I wonder what else is on here. And I saw that and I thought, oh, I'm going to watch that. And um, it didn't occur to me that it was directly involved with this movie until I, he shows up in, in Shang-Chi. So. Wow. <laughs> I, love, I love his thing where he's like, <laughs> he's like, that's when I knew I wanted to be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, when you realize that there are people in those ape suits, and he's like, no, when I realized that they could get apes to ride horses. He said, if they can get monkeys to act that well, think of what I can do. It's so fantastic. I'm like, insert the gif of somebody going over their head, you know. (laughs) So I had absolutely no expectations for Shang-Chi. And the reason I didn't have any expectations is because I knew nothing about that character or that story going into the movie. Um, But I knew that it was, I might like it because I am and have always been a fan of good Kung Fu movies or fighting movies. And I was beyond impressed and very, 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 very happy with it coming out of that. Like that was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Even if it wasn't an MCU movie, I would have been like, that That was a really cool movie. Yeah. I thought the second half was a lot better than the first. The first kind of dragged a little bit, I thought. but And then, what's her name? Kate? Katie? Aquafina? Yeah. 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 You named yourself after bottled water. Dude, she's anyway. such an annoying actress, but at the same time, you can't help but like her. And it drives me crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I went I in prepared really... to not be, like her because she's kind of annoying. And I really like the Katie character. It, her, She mm. had a really cool arc. By the end, she was like way more serious and into stuff. And she had found things to do in her life, which she was struggling with at the beginning. Like, this this is how you do stories. Yep. And the, the beginning was kind of slow. It had a lot of exposition to figure out, you know, like what is going yeah. on in the universe. Yep, mm-hmm. but it was. Uh, I loved it. I just loved it. And no, from from the amount of ground they covered and backstory and 
everything. They, the pacing was brilliant in this movie. And I'm finding more and more, I know I'm saying that a lot lately, but for me and my enjoyment of movies, I've been paying attention to that a lot lately. And the, the movies that pay attention to their pacing and have good pacing are inherently better than yeah. the ones that they just kind of clobber together and try to jam down your throat. Yeah, good yeah. point. His, the, uh, uh, the big battle at the end got a little bit into the territory of I don't know what you have a you have a phrase for it, Adam. It's like when in Transformers when there's so much crap going on and your 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 brain just goes stop. <laughs> oh, like when he's riding the dragon and stuff. Yeah, and they're like the dragons going in loop de loops and all over the place, and and yeah, there's just so much stuff going on, and the little soul suckers are flying around and. And I thought, yeah, and it was for about I don't know thirty seconds there. I was going, okay, slow down. Frenetic. Yeah, yeah. that's a good word. The but um, the f- other like, than that, yeah, I had no problem with it. Like the bus seat specifically is perfect yes. because yes. it's it's not over the top. It's not a bunch right. of CGI. It's you could tell it was super easy for them to film those scenes because all they had to do was press record and let him go and then just sort of fill in a little CGI in the background. Because Simu Liu, if you don't, guys don't know, that dude, <laughs> he does all of his own stunts. Like, he does stuff. It's like Jackie Instagram. Chan. Yeah, he's he's easily going to be the next Jackie Chan because <laughs> that dude can act. That dude has comedic chops. And <laughs> on Instagram, he seems to be like a, a really normal person, which is cool. And maybe he's just a good actor. I don't know. <laughs> but he can also fight like crazy. And those scenes were just like, hey, uh, this is going to be a lot of cool fighting. And I, I like that pace better than, you know, the grandiose at the end. But it was still just so impressive. Does anybody know if the uh, the big guy with the blade for an arm, is he like a comic book character? Yeah. Is he based on someone? His name is Razor Fist. <laughs> is it really? your face <laughs> that's good because it was on his car it was all over his car yeah he's actually razor fist that's mm-hmm. funny which was, that's like that's you know so how people funny. make fun of wolverine like well where do his claws go <laughs> there's actually so, like a, a halfway decent explanation for that but for this guy it's like does it just materialize <laughs> speaking of comic book cameos how about wong and and the abomination how awesome is that (laughs) and like the insinuation that he's training abomination well and that they're staged fights right (laughs) and what where how did those two get together (laughs) i have a feeling that we're about to get the answer to that soon yeah wong is freaking everywhere man awesome i love did you guys see both of the post-credit scenes yeah yes what is up with Mark Ruffalo looking old as hell and yeah. not in Hulk form anymore? Yeah. What was I, up with I, that? I said, because everybody said, my wife kept saying, is, isn't he supposed to be Professor Hulk? And I'm like, he's supposed right. to be. <laughs> and I was like, but apparently. And he's just standing there with like years instead. silver hair and is, is still wearing his stupid uh, sling, arm in a sling. Well, and that at least what, what is this? not too long after the snap. Yeah, well, and if uh, there was a couple interviews that those guys that did Endgame did that said that his injury is is supposed to be permanent now, and I'm like, 
That it goes completely against the powers that the Hulk has had for 40-some years. Yeah, but you, you have to remember, the MCU is its own thing. And we're about to get the multiverse. <laughs> so you could have 17 different versions of Hulk coming. You never know. Yeah. Which would be cool. We could have Planet Supposedly Hulk. Maybe they'll finally do a right lens for it. That'd be fun. I, I had a theory watching the... Um, when they're trying to... Wong is trying to figure out the signal coming from the, the core power of the rings. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's the Eternals. It has some link with the Eternals. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's, that's the next movie. What if these... like My theory was, what if the Eternals originally came from that universe that you know, their uh, Shang Chi's people came from originally that planet, mm-hmm. and there's only a few left. What if they were all like the Eternals? Like, I called them Kryptonians because they were like, "Hey, they're good Kryptonians." Um, <laughs> so, what if that's their people, and those rings are from their technology, and it wakes them up or starts the Inhuman things somehow? I don't know because I keep thinking mm-hmm. the humans is going to be from e- Eternals. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the, the I beginning know. of the Eternals trailer, they talk about, they talk about the snap, and then they talk about when everyone came back, it created enough energy to summon whatever it was, the big bad that's going to be in that movie. Oh, the big celestial guy. I don't know if it's him or if it's another evil. It might be Galactus for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> it might be one of the Kangs. Man. King, the actual conqueror king. Might be. That would be cool. We'll he see. Like a NC. Yeah, we'll see. For sure. For sure. The um so when they're in um uh somewhere in China, where'd they go first? The the place with the fight club. Yeah, it was Hong Kong. Oh um Oh, was it Hong Kong? Okay. I don't know China very well, sorry. <laughs> That's anyway, fine. when he first fights uh, Death Mask or Death Dealer, whatever they were calling him, I think it was Death Mask in the comics. Oh, the what did the you guys work for his dad? The one with the the colorful mask. Yeah. Did you guys like that fight? Yeah, That's... I thought all the fights were done really well, but that one specifically may be like the fastest. Yeah, <laughs> I've ever seen on screen, where he's he's grabbed the pendant and he's trying to leave the high rise, and they got the helicopter waiting, and then the bamboo fight was yeah, cool. That was fun. Ugh. Although I, I didn't understand why this building that was com- that was clearly finished still had all this bamboo scaffolding around it. <laughs> probably to keep people away from it. Oh, this is under construction. Well, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Destroyed about a third of it. <laughs> no, I I really loved it. I thought just visually it was amazing to just sit and watch. Yeah, I the thing that bugs me is the media fawning all over it. Oh, it's an absolute triumph. It was like, no, I mean it's a good movie, but an absolute triumph would be Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Are you guys forgetting about that? It's not like they haven't made a movie about a bunch of Asians before. Yeah. Well, uh, that was that was really really good. I hated that movie. <laughs> really? Yes. 
the whole the the first fight with him and uh, and Shang Chi's mom in the woods when she still had all her powers that was very Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon esque. It was, mm-hmm. and I loved it because they expressed yeah his magic, and it comes from this. And Crouching yeah. Tiger's like, hey, we're just so good at fighting that we can float on. Okay, right, sounds cool. I I can't buy into that. When you add a little magic into it, it's like, okay, I get it now. That's fine. <laughs> you can have the best of both worlds. The best. Best. I'm curious if uh, <laughs> I was just trying to Google it and I can't find the answer, but I really think that because that whole last scene with all the soul suckers and the dragon coming out of the water and then the big dragon fight and not only watching through all the credits... I would be surprised if this movie didn't unseat Iron Man 3 as having the most credits. <laughs> there were a lot of credits. But well-deserved. Yeah, because I had to wait. Let's see. So the very last post-credit scene was the one where his sister is clearly rebuilding the Ten Rings or yeah. the next version thereof. Oh, she yeah. She going to be the... <laughs> I said, well, there's Shang-Chi 2 right there. That's your movie. Him versus his sister. I don't know. Is she? Are they going to be bad guys or no? Because they went through all of that with She's the. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. She just doesn't seem as bad when she's facing, uh, not the Mandarin, whatever he was calling himself at the time. Did you also know that when he, when he was when his father was using the rings, they were blue. Yeah. And then, and when then they were gold. Got a hold of just five of them, he was able to just overcome his father's power. Yeah. Yes. And grilled, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. And yeah. then when he got all 10, he was able to make that creature. They likely have blood. some celestial blood or eternal's blood or something in them. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That would be really, really cool. A really cool tie in. I can't wait to see it. Well, and that that in and of itself, yeah. as it, as they say in the one, as they talk about in the fact that when in the end credit scene with Wong and Banner and uh, Mar- Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. they only that beacon only activated after he got all ten. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's one of those things is like it it it, it harkens back to a like a Thor thing with uh, Milnir. Mm-hmm. Um, Ye who is worthy sets off the beacon. Ah, yeah. Good type of thing. And his father was never worthy. Exactly. But had control of them for thousands of years. And now they've landed on a worthy uh, individual. And so they're firing off a thing and saying, hey, (laughs) these things found someone worthy. Yeah. So Eternals wake up. Yeah. Something along those lines. It's also interesting to think that you said that, Jared. I was just thinking... The only point that his father probably was worthy, he had taken them off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He yeah, when he was off. being a father, when he was being a father and only worrying about raising his kids. Yeah, and trying to be a good person. And he did not put them back on until he was ready to be a killer again. It's like, wow. <laughs> so another thing about when his father took off the rings, um, I love how they use that to retcon... Um, Trevor into the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the hey, when I took these off, someone took liberties with my persona. Yeah. 
and named it a fruit. <laughs> when they were at the dinner, when they were at the dinner orange, table, and he yeah. was explaining stuff, I'm like, "That's hilarious." That was. I was like, "Okay, you're retconning basically Iron Man one with the Ten Rings guys showing up, because hey, he's not in the picture, so the Ten Rings are whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys in Galmira are Ten Rings because no one's there to stop them. Well, yeah, they'd be like a a, a lowly cell that was like, yeah, we're yeah, kidding. exactly. So basically, they use the whole he's not wearing the rings and not really in power for the whole time yeah. Shang Chi was growing up, or at least the first few years. They use that to retcon all of the previous references to the Ten Rings <laughs> into canon correctly. Yeah, I mean that is good. People just don't realize how that takes a lot of skill and time and thinking and planning. We get well, and you can't even you you can't even from the original reference to the Ten Rings in Iron Man one, to the reference to it in Iron Man three. At this point, it's we're writing Shang Chi, and we're going to actually bring this full circle to the whole concept of the Ten Rings. How can we retcon that in? Yeah, and make it work. And they did. and they did a really good job of fitting it in because the two previous calls to the Ten Rings were pretty lame. Yeah. And definitely not what they were supposed to be. So to retcon them in is, okay, the guy with the actual Ten Rings and power stepped away for years. Yeah. And the Ten Rings just kind of became whatever it was is awesome to see that that's how they do that. Like 15 movies later, they did it. Yeah. And we've got franchises that have like a show and two movies and they screw stuff up. Yep. Well, here's something else that I was just looking up, like hidden Easter eggs in this movie. So it's not really this movie, but the guy that plays the agent, the Ten Rings agent in the All Hail the King was actually an Ant-Man as well. And he's in the background with Darren Cross when he's showing. Uh, oh, yeah. When they're showing the when they're showing the yellow, the yellow jacket, jacket. suit. That's, he was I one of the guys know. in the room. He was one of the guys in the room with uh, with Hydra. Yep. <laughs> so That's the Ten cool. Rings has even infiltrated Hydra. Or they were there as another buyer. They're probably for the Yellow Jacket. Buyer, yeah. 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 That's crazy. Because uh-huh. it basically in 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 that in that movie it basically cross reached uh, reached out to all the like villainous groups to try to sell it. Yeah. So good point. That's cool. So, Josh mentioned this, and I I didn't read anything afterwards, and I've kind of muted everything that was possibly giving out spoilers beforehand on social media. The dragon and the the big batty-looking thing at the end, Mm -hmm. people were referencing that to Pokemon for some reason? No. And I'm like, that wasn't even... that wasn't even close to. I wasn't even getting that reference. Pokemon. Yeah. So, my brother. also the fact that they didn't call the dragon what he is in the comics. Ah, uh, I don't care. <laughs> well, and also he wasn't. I mean, the dragon wasn't even what he is in the comics yeah. in this. So, I mean, I was completely okay with that, and I liked the fact that they just called him the protector. They put a Chinese dragon on screen. It looked real, and it was amazing. Yes. Like I do that's agree. All with we you. need. <laughs> I, my brother was telling me um, that all of the creatures that they see as they're driving in are actual um, Chinese mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. That was cool. The only one like I the, really the big lion-looking thing with the big face and the fangs sticking out. You always see those yeah. in the big parades. They'll have guys. Yeah. You know, each one wearing a different part of the costume, and then one guy doing the head, shaking it around and stuff. I thought it was cool. Yeah. They they made that an actual creature. And the multi-tailed cat. Yeah. And then the Morris. Morris, the little faceless dog yeah. thing or whatever it was. It's like, where's its mouth? No, 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 don't. He's, he's very sensitive about that. <laughs> I love that Ben Kingsley was in so much of this movie. I thought when he showed up, I was like, oh, he's making a cameo. And then he just like stayed. <laughs> yeah. I will say not to, I, I'm I, not to say I didn't like the movie. Um, because I, I did like it. Um, and just to kind of preface this, I am a comic book movie. I'm a comic book movie person, not a comic book paper copy person. So I don't read the comics. I don't know the history. I don't know the characters before they get shoved on a screen. So to me, this movie was had very low expectations to no expectations. But at the same time, I'm like, who is this guy and what's the point and where is the point? And yeah, other than the fact that there's the scene with Wong and the, the end trailer scenes, it was very much a, okay, this could have been a movie that wasn't even MCU based because it had no plot device that linked it to it until those extra credit scenes. Right. Um, it's his origin story. Yeah. So, and the, my problem is, so my other problem is is that there is that I think and this is just from a person who doesn't read the comics Marvel blew a ton of its big name load in the first phase <laughs> Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain Marvel. Well, they were the original you so, have to start with the original. I know, but they, like they blew the names that people know as household names right off the bat and now we're we're into these we're into this like next realm and it's like okay who are we going to grab from the comics and how relevant were they and how many people are going to recognize them right off the bat this one no fucking clue i had no clue who he was before i walked into the theater i maybe read one bit of wiki about him and was like okay i guess i'll just watch the movie and figure out how they're going to play him in the MCU because yeah, half but, the time their wikis don't match what they do in the MCU anyways. But did you like it, Jared? It was okay. okay. I like the story. The story was good. They could have left out his idiot co- co-companion completely, <laughs> and it would have been a better movie, in my opinion. Because I hate her as an actor, <laughs> as an actress. I can't stand her when she talks. <laughs> so every time she opened her mouth, I was like cringing. Um, there was a and couple the fact of that times they conti- where she was just going on and on, and I like said out loud, "Oh, shut up!" <laughs> but I mean, overall, I liked the movie. I liked the story. I liked him as that character and the growth. It was very much Iron Fist without the "but I'm the immortal Iron Fist" part of Iron Fist. Yeah, play the sound. Even though at the beginning he was pretty whiny, but I'm the immortal Iron Fist because he didn't want to. He didn't want to be who they were forcing him to be. But yeah, cut half of your. So I mean, I I did like the movie, and I loved the way it ended, um, with the setups, 
I'm interested to see his character grow and link up with some of the other characters. As far as I'm concerned, they could leave her completely out of the next story. Well, I, I, and I'd be okay. He, he will probably <laughs> be an Avenger. I don't think she will. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. She'll she'll no, live not. there and be part of those people protecting and whatever. It, it's like they tried to give uh they tried to give Shang-Chi um what's his face from Ant-Man? Oh, the guy that does all the, the back the, the all the, the all the backstory yeah. explaining. No, they they tried to make her that type of character for him and it just didn't work for me. But you also have to understand there's lots of people younger than us who love her. Ugh. So that's why they did it. Fine. Old man Jared. Yep. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I I think this is uh, up there uh, in origin stories with like Doctor Strange and Cap. Like, I loved them that much. I thought that it was great. For the fact that other than, other than the fact that I knew who was playing Doctor Strange and this guy was a completely unknown to me. Yes, I will say that because I knew nothing about Doctor Strange going into Doctor Strange and that movie turned out to be tremendously good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'm hoping that rewatching this movie i'll actually enjoy it more because i know what's coming and i can sit back and watch it and actually look for other things because i spent most of the time trying to get my head wrapped around the story yeah and the and the 10 rings and how that progressed through history and yeah, it's a lot at once it's it, it was a lot of backstory with uh minimal clarification on how it worked <laughs> well and so, again, that's another reason why I think it's linked to the Eternals, because like that's going to be the explanation of how it works, why it works. Yeah, I, that's my thought. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Uh, the fact. That yeah, so I'm I'm looking for I'm looking forward to in the MCU is pretty amazing. <laughs> yep, I I geeked out over the fight scenes. I was just like, this is modern day kung fu movie. This is so cool. <laughs> And honestly, I like the I like the concept of powers based on objects versus like the Iron Fist, where it's powered based on inter yeah. internal magic slash weirdness. Kung Lao Chi. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm I liked how they used the Ten Rings and how they. Um, one of the things Josh said is like it was actually cool to see them do it as a a wearable bands yeah. versus the rings. Yeah. The actual physical like finger rings. I'm like, yeah. honestly that doing it with like hand worn rings, I don't think would have made. Yeah. Well, have you ever sense. tried to wear a ring on every finger? It's uncomfortable. Exactly. It's crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but to make them bands that he uses and they put off power and he can do things with individual rings or rings together. The fact that they turn into like a rope when they're off, when when he's not got them all, when he's got them all thrown out, is kind of cool. Well, and we only saw what his basically what his dad could do with them. Exactly. Yeah. What, when he unlocks the full power. And well, and what he's able, and basically that he was able to do the same thing that his mother did when his father tried to use him against her, mm-hmm. and control here? them into one giant uh, blob of yeah. power to throw back. Oh, there he is. I'm still here. I'm letting Jared talk. He's been he's he's finally starting to talk. I'm not going to run over him. <laughs> All right, Jared. So you you were mentioning that there's nothing left in Marvel, no other Marvel characters to bring in. Which no, no, I know there's a bit. ton. <laughs> so it reminded me of something I saw, and I pulled it up here. Uh, 
assuming no one has anything else to say about Shang-Chi. No, I'm good. Okay. I think we covered it pretty well. Great movie. Go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the next movie's scheduled coming up. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. I got a list of all of them, and you're not going to remember. It's crazy. So Eternals is, is November 5th this year. Yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. December 17th December. this year. Uh, Doctor Strange, Strange, March Spring. 5th next year. Thor, yep. Love, and Splendor, May 6th next year. Yep. Uh, Wakanda Forever, July 8th next year. We have four movies next year, by the way. I'm excited yep. to see what they do with Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels is November 11th next year. What? The Marvels? Yeah, it's Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Um, oh, they're going to introduce Miss um, Marvel? Hmm. Yeah. She gets a show this year still. Interesting. Disney Plus, y'all. That's going to be fun to introduce. Kamala Kung. Um, I was wanting... Dude, I started playing that game, and I, I was thinking the other day when I was playing that game, I was like, I, I hope she shows up. Oh, I, I always tell people... Everyone will like Kamala Khan because she is a comic book fangirl. Yeah, and she's low. Her, even her character in the game is lovable as hell. Exactly. So, uh, so 2023, Quantum Mania, that's the uh, Ant Man. Ant Man, yep. And Guardians 3. Then, that's the only one we got names for. So, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more scheduled. It have no names. So we know one of them is probably going to be Fantastic Four. So that's a huge name getter. I mean, everybody knows who the Fantastic Four is. Mm-hmm. Even people who have never read a comic book because there's been like three other crappy movies about it. <laughs> so there's yeah. one down. Um, I don't know. Probably another Spider-Man. Is there another Sony one? I don't know. That, that So this is my question. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six six more movies what do you guys think it is you think there'll be an x-men in there because that's a huge i hope so if it is it'll probably be one of the last ones that'll put it out far enough away to reset that (laughs) put it out that reminds me of a meme i saw earlier that had me cracking up it's like here's the here's the plot to every x-men movie wolverine i'm gonna go kick magneto's ass everybody dude your bones are literally made of metal later on in the movie Ah, my bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for an X Men: Days of Future Past. That's and then I they were down and the then they were bones. Make me cringe because the X Men are not about Wolverine. No, yep. just a side character. Yeah. Anyway, so, I think if they're gonna try to do X Men, it won't be until like one of those last of those, which will put it out to almost the end of this decade. No, 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 no. November 8th, 2024 is the last on this schedule. Okay, fine. Half the confirmed movies that they're going to. <laughs> Almost half a decade. Well, so. yeah, but look, next year we have four movies. 2023, they have five movies coming out. And 2024, they have four movies scheduled. That's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're pick, they pick, definitely picked up the pace after losing a year. So... Which is good and bad. Do you think there'll be an Avengers movie in there somewhere? Right now, we're not. Right now, I can't even say that I've seen the setup for who the next set of Avengers is going to be yet. So it'll be like the younger characters. 
I mean, you're talking about Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi. Ms. Ms. Marvel. Well, they haven't introduced her yet. Yeah, but we know she'll be there. Um, uh, Kate Bishop. um, Because if they're talking about the same pace that they had for Avengers 1, then they would honestly, they wouldn't be releasing, they would be releasing an Avengers movie before that 2024 end date. If they were doing that because they had three Avengers in the that whole total time. Well, yeah, things are different. So yeah, it's the question is the question is going to be what ha- is going to be at least once we get through this year's movies and into spring next year, whether or not it's set up enough to do a team up yet. Well, we know that the next baddie is Kang. So he's already yeah. been introduced. And we know he is the bad guy in the next Ant-Man movie. That's and that's February when? Of 23. So that's so we've got all of this year's movies, all of next year's movies. Are and then he gets thrown in with Ant-Man. So, yeah. Like, I don't want to ruin plots, but it's basically all the movies coming up are setting up all the new characters. Mm-hmm. Until... Guardians. Well, until Ant Man and Guardians. So after yeah. that, who knows? But if they're gonna take on Shang, or if they're gonna Shang, if they're gonna take on Kang, they're gonna need the Fantastic Four. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I need Reed Richards. Yes. I need Susan Storm. Invisible. So the question is is when is the first movie that's unnamed right now? Um according to this list, it is July July of 23. So if they were going to try to set up for an Avengers movie by say maybe spring of 2024 they'd have to do Fantastic Four then if they wanted them involved. Mm -hmm. At least the first one. So when is the big Comic Con? Is that spring? Yeah. Because that's probably when they're going to announce at least some of them. Yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think two years ago is when they announced most of these. So if if they're doing if if say we take the way that they have their schedule set right now, I don't even see an Avengers movie until those unnamed twenty twenty four slots, and probably the last one. <laughs> even if it's the first one, you still got nine films before to set That's up. That's true. That's crazy. I mean, the first how Avengers many movies were before? Movies? Yeah, but they were also on a completely like like you're saying they're also on a completely different pace now. Yeah, so things are spread out a little more, which I, well, there's, I and there's also no guarantee that they're gonna do like a full on Avengers style Infinity War Endgame because well the time the timeline is so fractured that you, it, it right. might well, not happen or need to happen. But they could and, do a um um Age of Ultron style Avengers, you know. We've got to take out AIM. We've got to take Lo- out Kang. Local, ba- local baddie B. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we need the scrolls, whatever. It doesn't have to be all... If the, if what they're building to is we have to fix the multiverse, then yeah, it'll probably be all these movies. It's going to take 10 years to get to, get through that. Yeah. I will tell you that right now. Because you start dabbling into multi, multiple universes, that's a lot of stuff that you need to wade through for... 
years yeah. and multiple movies. So I read so, a, I read a quote from Benedict Cumberpatch that said, um, the card Yeah. The Spider-Man movie, which looks crazy and mm-hmm. is very ambitious, he said, the Doctor Strange movie goes way beyond that. Oh, oh that's kind of what I thought. I was like, oh my goodness. Spider-Man's coming out f- December. December, and then Doctor Strange is next year. Yep. I really so this is So literally, literally, Doctor Strange screws with the multiverse for Spider-Man, and then screws with it again for his movie. Yeah, or try so. So, or tries to, fi- or is trying to fix it. So, yeah. yeah, they're definitely like diving headlong into the deep end on everything to deal with multiverse right now. So, yeah, I, I really hope that they find a, a good balance between. I mean, there's people that are going to be marking out about the whole multiverse thing, and then there's going to be normies who go to the movies just expecting to see a good movie and i really hope that they walk that fine line between the two because if they go full on full hog with the uh the multiverse stuff i'm just afraid it's going to start turning some people off and they're gonna be like i I don't go to those anymore because it's confusing (laughs) you know so dana the answer to your question will be watching spider-man this fall yep yeah i know because they are going to cross so many different universes mm-hmm. at least with the old school spider-man but, yeah at least those are most of those are going to be familiar to people because they've seen all the other spider-man movies so it's no it's like oh hey there's that guy from i who are old and <laughs> well yeah i mean might not have seen them so you know for for most people who have seen the movies leading up to this have seen the other spider-man movies over the years they're going to go, oh, okay, there's a familiar face. Um, but then when you start getting into like the Doctor Strange movie, um, just hoping that they don't make you know all these call-outs to the comic books only so that comic books people go, oh, well, that's the world where this happened. And I just don't want them to, to overdo it is all I'm saying. No, I don't think any of us do. Because I think the multiverse can get kind of... Um, tiring tiresome after a while so we'll we'll see i I feel like i say it every podcast kevin feige has not let us down yet so i'm just gonna keep very true until he doth i am definitely looking forward to the upcoming movies because everything else this one didn't really deal too much with the multiverse which was probably okay because it was a huge origin story yeah right um but i was with the fact that the that the that loki set up for huge multiverse stuff the spider-man movie definitely is doing that doctor strange was already delving into that so before we even knew about the spider-man multiverse angle um it's definitely setting up to be heavy but I think at the same time, you're right, Adam. He hasn't. We haven't really had any horrible movies yet. Um, we've had some lackluster movies in the Thor's, but and the Hulk movie. Um, but we haven't had any like complete bombs yet. I don't think Feige did. Did he? Did he was he involved with that one? The Hulk movie or the the one with um... Feige's been there since day one. 
Yeah, but did Marvel do that one? Yes. Marvel do that one. It's, it's uh, that Hulk movie. It was after Iron Man. Therefore, it's a part of the multiverse. The one with Ross? It's part of, part of the MCU. Yeah. And Liv Tyler? Yes. That's yeah. the MCU. Okay. Which, by the way, they're bringing her back. Well, I know they count it in such, the next. But did Marvel actually do that, or was that like another theater working with them? Oh no, that's that was Marvel Studios. Okay. Have you guys seen the the articles coming out lately that says they're actually linking her into Ruffio's version of the Hulk Ruffalo. now? Mark Ruffio, Ruffalo, yeah, like Buffalo, but not. <sighs> yeah. So they're bringing her character back. In whatever next movie Hulk is in, that'll be fun. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's easily my least favorite movie into the MCU, but still not a yeah. bad movie at all. No, it was, was. I mean, it was much better than the. It was much better than the Hulk movie that preceded it. So well, hopefully we he becomes an investor in hair color for men. Yes. Hey, uh, look! I found this bottle. And you put it in your hair. Why do I sound like Christopher Walken? <laughs> for a minute, I thought you were going to go Korg there. For uh, a second. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I found this bottle. You put it in your hair and it changes your color. Yeah, Seeing as I don't have any hair, you want to try it for me? Your hair is starting to turn <laughs> the same color as my stones. Oh, don't look at my stones. I saw them mentioned them. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway. Good times. We have some of the hot news. I have to, we have to wait because I, I was talking. Getting, I was getting ready to mention what if, and that show's not over yet. Yeah, let's wait. There's lots to talk about. There's yeah. Some what good we talking waited there. for another podcast to talk about it. I know we kind of talked. We kind of grabbed three things and talked about it this time. How well, many are, more episodes of that? Are there? Things. I think they've done uh, five. Are there are there eight? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't remember. 11? I want to say 11 for some reason. Mm. 11? 11? Okay. I figured they would save the zombies one for last, but they just did that one this week, and it was awesome. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, so good. It is good. I have had a stupid busy week. There are nine episodes total in this season. Nine, okay. Then we got four more. I got four more left. Hopefully one of them is the second part to this one. What to the to the most recent one, the zombie one? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that ended well. I thought it ended too quick. It was like, oh well, well, I'm not gonna say. But have ended. Too Adam hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, a lot of them have ended really too quick. Mm-hmm. So that's what she said. What's your yeah. favorite? What's your favorite one so far? Probably that one. Really, my favorite one so far. Has everybody seen them so far? I mean, no, Adam hasn't seen the latest one. But, but you, okay, yes. but you know what it is. So, yeah, my, I, favorite, my favorite one is is uh, Black Panther as yeah Star Lord. It's easily right. my favorite so far. Yeah, yeah that one right. was really good. Fantastic. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk more about it. Yeah, we have the hot news. Ready for some hot news? Hot news. What? I found something the other day. It's actually from October 2020. I thought it was interesting. It would be kind of a nerdy thing to share, but what Top Gun uh, is finally coming out? <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought it got NASA, NASA's uh, or the Hubble telescope. The um, Hubble discovered a, a rare metal asteroid. 
And um, here I'm fine. I bookmarked it because I thought that would be a cool thing to put on the podcast. Um, how big is it? It's 140 miles in diameter, and it's made almost entirely of rare metals. Wow. And so they estimate that the entire asteroid's worth is uh, 10,000. Oh, wait a minute. It's 70,000 times the global economy of Earth. <laughs> wow. That explains, that explains why Bezos is trying to get into space so bad. Yep. And in fact, it mentions him in here. It says uh, the, the, the value of the asteroid would be enough to buy and sell Jeff Bezos about 50 million times. <laughs> wow. Let's, uh, let's set up an Armageddon mission. Go get that thing. And the asteroid's name is Psyche. No, the asteroid's name is Money. <laughs> But did you, speaking of real space stuff, did you guys see that there's a radio transmission coming from the center of the uh, No, I did not. Mm -mm. Yeah. From the Milky Way? Yeah. They, and they cannot figure out exactly what it is because it does not fit the profile specifically of like a pulsar <laughs> or a, a star. Or They're still trying to figure out what it is. And you're like, well, if what? it's coming from the center of the galaxy, then it's probably some alien ship going, help, we're being sucked into the black hole. <laughs> no, it's the it's Shang-Chi's rings. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's the <clears throat> celestials. Cool. It's the celestials coming to, to say hello. Yep. 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 All right. Hello. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> No one's in Discord. Why are you playing that? It just shut you up. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so next time we'll do something. I don't know even know what we have planned. What if yeah. I could... probably what if? Sure. What if I don't know what other movies are coming out right now. Um oh I do. Um um October is the Ghostbusters. Oh, and Halloween. Ooh. I'm not watching that trash. Yeah, well. It's a Deb thing. So, um, what else? Um, um, 007 is soon. I don't know if I want to see that in theaters. <laughs> I'll go see it then. I'll go see it. I mean, it. I do want to see it. I just don't know if I want to go see it. I saw theaters. the trailer for it. I might go see it. I, I see them all in theaters, so I'm, I'm lame. Lame. I don't know if this is actually new trivia at all because I think. We can all kind of feel it every time we've seen one of these 007 movies the last couple of times. But apparently Daniel Craig absolutely despises playing James Bond. Really? Yep. <laughs> like he he got the first role and was all about it. But like. What's he that, coming back for? The paycheck? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that I mean, if you offered me $30 million, I'd do a lot of fucking shit I hate. <laughs> well, uh. Casino Royale is. Such a good Bond film. It really is. Yeah. Still, but no, he, he apparently cannot stand the role. <laughs> and I, I don't blame him, man. He's he's like fifty something. I'm yeah. Sure it's, he's got to be tired of it. Time to let the youngins. I don't know. Do whatever youngins do. <laughs> Baba Boo. I don't know. As soon as he Baba stops Boy. playing it, though, I have a f sneaking suspicion that they're just going to ruin another franchise. But. Do it. Yeah, well, it's the BBC, so that's what they're all about these days. Hey, maybe not. Do it. We might get Straczynski to take over Doctor Who. As a writer? Maybe. Yeah. Really? He's hey. uh, apparently been talking 
that's what all he's confirmed. Nice. Well, how did the they emperor? Need to, they needed. They need to take that other lesbian-looking dude out in the back <clears throat> door and shoot him in the back of the head. <laughs> Which he's one? He's the already guy that, one. Um, well, I don't know. What's I don't his, know his name? The guy who did Broadchurch and Doctor Who. Tenant? No, no, dumbass. The, the writer. writer. Oh, the writer. Oh, Chibnall. No. The yes, guy. Chib- yeah, Chibnall. Chibnall. The guy who ruined Doctor Who, you know. Yeah, yeah that guy. Right? And his name is John C. Oh, no, not John C. Come on. Nice. No, not, not John. Not John China. Yeah, John China. <laughs> so, yes, that dude is out. Jody is out, unfortunately. I wish she would come back for at least a season. Jody I wish she would come back for a season with a decent damn writer because it bugs yeah. the hell out of me that it's going to go down in Hollywood or BBC history now that, oh, Doctor Who fans didn't like a female doctor. No, we we didn't like your shit writing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you gave Jody and Straczynski the same platform, let them go. I bet I they actually, could out a good story. I really liked Jody as the doctor. I even, even through the horrible writing, I loved her. It was like a perfect amalgamation of Smith and Tennant. It was great. She was... Senate. She was the Senate. Yes. She was. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. <laughs> and and how, did, how did the Emperor tell Darth Vader to put in a light bulb in? Do it. He said, screw it. <laughs> Venom's also an October movie. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that one. Ooh. Which one? Venom. Venom. Also, Dune. Ooh. Oh, Dune, yeah. I made this. I do kind of want to see Dune. Yeah. Dune. Uh, that's, another, that's another one of those books I've tried to read over and over again, and I just can't do it. Yeah. It is, it is lengthy. All it's, right. It's almost like if Dickens wrote sci-fi. Okay, then. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Till next time. I just want a picture of a god dang hot hot dog. Hey, 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 hey.